Welcome to the box. This call is nightly at 11.30 p.m. East Coast time. We are here to turn fantasy into reality. Here in the box, open-minded adults of all genders, orientations, and lifestyles can acknowledge and explore their dreams and fantasies, mild to wild, without fear of judgment or shame. What do we all have in common? We want to live free. Buckle in. Let's have some fun. You know, every time I hear Miss Tandy say the words, buckle in, let's have some fun, it just makes me so excited that I get a little wet. And it's probably a good thing that I come to these podcasts butt-ass naked. But anyway, hello, listeners. This is Alexis with The Box. And tonight in The Box, we have Miss Secrets and our favorite gal, Miss Tandy. What are we talking about tonight? We are talking about dirty talk erotic talk is there a difference and why do we want to talk that way so uh, I'm excited to be here (laughs) Um, ladies uh, I think I just have uh, secrets and Alexis here not sure I want to call you ladies but it's it's a good term Uh, what does dirty talk sound like What does erotic talk sound like? Is there a difference between being dirty and erotic? Does it matter? What do you think? Secrets. Um, I'm sitting here still smiling at erotic talk, my favorite type of talk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, what is, do you like hearing it or do you like saying it? Or both? All of the above and then some. I like tasting it and feeling it, too. Perfect. <laughs> because that's what we're going to talk about in a little bit. All well, five well. of our senses. But secrets, you just get right to, you know, right to the heart of the matter. <clears throat> but... Do you, um, and Alexis, of course, I'm going to ask you this too, but Secrets, do you think there is a difference between dirty talk and erotic talk? I would say yes. How does it sound? What's different? Well, I would say yes, and in my opinion, you know, when I think about dirty talk, someone can say, hey, come here, let me slap you on your ass. Something you like, you kind of laugh and you chuckle because it's you know it's not the normal conversation what you have every day in the boardroom. But to me, erotic talk is more of putting more into it, and um, it actually leaves an impression and makes you think. If someone says, "Hey, let me hit you on your ass," I'm not really gonna. I'm, I'll probably chuckle and laugh, but if someone says, "Oh damn, baby, you look so good. Come over here, let me taste you and slip you up and down, and you're gonna think about me all damn day," and I'll be like. Hell yeah, I'm thinking about all these people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that's just my thoughts. Not sure, not sure. I'm here to I love it. I love it. And, you know, there are some of us, I am certainly one, 
that are very comfortable using what many people would say are, quote, bad words, are dirty words. And the vast majority of the time when I say those things, I am not feeling especially erotic. I'm not trying to be erotic. I'm just saying those words. And so many people would say I was talking dirty. But like you, when I want to use those words to be erotic, it's a whole different mind game uh, that, that you bring to it. Um, Alexis, I know um, you have shared that you spend a um, have spent um, certainly a, a good deal of time talking to people on the phone erotically. So do you see a difference between dirty talk and erotic talk? Oh, absolutely. I think dirty talk is more of like um, a conversation. It, it's not an action that's going to get me wet. Erotic talk is more specific, like what you're going to do to a person or what a person wants to do to you. And may I add, there is nothing sexier than a guy who can speak a foreign language and he talks erotically to you in a language you do not understand. Let me just say, I used to have a phone sex buddy and he speaks French and Italian. I speak some French, and let me just say, whenever he talks erotically to me in either language, I get so wet. It is, you, you know, as soon as you said a foreign language, my mind shot back to, and that's right, my, um, uh, one of my many husbands um, was a native French speaker. He didn't even learn to speak English until he was in his teens. So he always had a delightful accent, especially when he wasn't trying um, to sound American. So I enjoyed his French. But a few years ago, I had a uh, Craigslist meetup with a man who had uh, recently arrived from one of the Russian states. You know, he, he was speaking Russian. I can't remember exactly where he was from. And it was so damn hot. And he was, <laughs> combination, he was really smart. He was a physicist. He went to the top of my spreadsheet for best science joke ever told me in bed. And uh, uh, the Russian Oh, wow. It was just um, uh, just magnificent. So um, I like I like your uh, uh, how you both distinguish between the two. Now, one thing before we actually because we're going to practice tonight. Wanted (laughs) to just put out there for um, all of our uh, listeners. There are real benefits of talking erotically. And um, let's say you're in a relationship, long-term, short-term, but you're in a relationship. You need to invest, you know, in that relationship. So what does this idea of talking erotically bring to it? It makes you more intimate. Um, It brings creativity. It brings excitement. And it helps you communicate. Um, And, of course, you play. Um, Sometimes it's sort of innocent play, and sometimes it's just flat-out mindfuckery, which tends to be my uh, sort of (laughs) go-to. 
But some of the best reasons, either with a committed partner or just with, you know, fuck buddies, um, to use this idea of erotic play is it allows you to try out things that you might not be ready to do in real life. Think about it. You might fantasize about, you know, um, I don't know, leaning against the cactus in the heat. And, you know, that would not work in real life. Would it? <laughs> well, hell yeah, it would hurt. It would be uncomfortable. But if someone knows that that's an image that appeals to you, so it lets you do that. You can also just escape reality. Um, um, We talk a lot about fantasies. Think of the difference between saying, oh, my fantasy is to be a mermaid and actually using words and sounds and feels to feels wow um, to make that come to life in your own mind because remember you can speak erotically to yourself not just to a partner. Another mm-hmm. thing that this um, erotic talk is really good for, uh, uh, we need to give it a little more credit. Um, it can help you. Hmm, resist or actually overcome sometimes there are sexual barriers uh what if you've been going hot and heavy with your partner and uh your partner probably just can't do it one more time but you're not quite finished how delightful if um that partner talks to you you know leads you through pleasuring yourself so there might not be a lot of physical activity on the part of the partner but that partner is talking and making you feel and so you get to be connected um that can work too what if what if you're Mm -hmm. all again you're right ready to do it and no one has birth control available and that's something that's necessary for you then Back off a little and use your mind. Use your mind and your words. Or maybe sex mm-hmm. is temporarily or for a long time um, off the table because someone's sick or someone's had surgery or something like that. A couple of th- other things um, that um, uh, this erotic talk is really good for is um, what if you want to influence your partner's behavior. You either want them to do more of something or maybe you want them to do less of something. You're expressing sort of soft boundaries on your part. Not the kind of thing that says, no, don't ever do that. But how much nicer to phrase this in the way of, oh, when you do that, it just makes me think about you for days. Um, uh, uh, what, you know, when you do that, it always makes me wish that you were doing this. So it's it's a very soft um, way to, to get hard, <laughs> to get juicy. So um, um, I like that. The other thing before um, I want to ask um, you ladies a question is when you speak erotically to yourself, that can change your self-image. 
And I'm going to give you a real specific example. Some people use, um, you know what affirmations are. You put a sign up or you're talking to the mirror and it says, I am smart and pretty. Um, Mm -hmm. That works for a lot of people. I have never found that to work for me. If I tell myself I'm smart, my mind immediately says, oh, except for when you did this and this (laughs) and this, and start thinking about all the people that are smarter than me. If I said, oh, aren't you pretty? My mind would say, oh, no. (laughs) So I use what are called affirmations. They're not a statement. They're a question. So think of the difference if you look at yourself in the mirror and say, why am I so fucking sexy? Okay. (laughs) Your mind will try and find an answer to that question. Well, why am I sexy? Because I'm smart. Because I got great Mm. this. Because I'm whatever. So this is the power of words and the power of our minds and our ability to communicate. So what do you think keeps some people um, of all genders? Why are some people um, unwilling to talk erotically, do you think? Because they're uncomfortable with their own bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. They're either shamed or they're uncomfortable or they're too shy. Um, What's another good reason, Secrets? Sometimes people like imagination, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, well, one of our uh, duties out there in the world, maybe, is to expose people to some stories, other people's stories at first, but then they'll start figuring out maybe um, what works for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like Miracle. that. That's true. You know, there is something real quick. Yeah, kind of dull as dirt. But um, I didn't hear you because I was talking. I was going to ask if we needed to go to a break. But what were you saying, secrets? No, I just had to. When you asked why some people don't do it, I just wanted to say real, real quick that um, I remember one time, a long time ago, we were interviewing someone for a phone sex operator, and the girl was practicing on my partner and I. Well, she was on the phone practicing, and she said some crazy shit. We were like, what? She said, "Ooh, daddy, don't you want my wet cookie? It's really mushy right now." And he said, oh. hey, "Cookie, what the? Fuck? <laughs> I don't want a mushy cookie." <laughs> yeah. My point exactly. My point exactly. I just had to share that. Thank you. Well, I have to tell you, um, here in the box, we can help make people better informed. Not sure we can make people. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Alexis, will you give us a break? (laughs) Yes, and we'll be back right after this break. I'm not really sure about you, but a few years ago, when I found out that there was no more Craigslist personals, I damn near lost my mind because that thing was one of my favorite pastimes. And there are so many things that I miss about it. And for years, I have been looking to find something to come close to that. And I have definitely not been able to until now. If you're like me, And Craigslist Personals was not just your pastime, but something 
amazing and intriguing into your life because you had so much fun with it, then join us at The Box, where fantasies become reality and where we have and are continuing to build a playground for all open-minded adults. Live free. Well, before the break, um, Secret (laughs) shared an interesting tidbit. But, Miss Tandy, my question to you is, do you think there's a difference between erotic talk and dirty talk? And if so, what's your opinion on it? Oh, um, um, I do pretty much agree with the way it was defined. Dirty talk, um, sometimes it's just potty mouth talk. It's like, yeah, I've been there, done there, not real impressed by it. Did you think it was going to, you know, uh, do something? Other times, it just seems kind of lazy. Um, the example that um, uh, I really kind of, both of you are saying there, at the minute, somebody says, oh, great ass. Yeah, probably not appropriate uh, comment to make. Uh, it's just kind of dirty out of nowhere. Ah, but when you phrase that, (laughs) so um, erotic, I think, for one thing, is intentional. It um, And I don't mean that it's planned out in advance. Bring some commitment, some intention to it. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of, oh, good question. You're not supposed to ask me questions I don't have a ready answer to. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know me. I like to know what I'm talking about. What can I say? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> okay, God. Um, uh, <laughs> what we've been talking about and what I'm going to go into talking about more is some specific examples of how to make that erotic talk really juicy. But let's not forget just the very basics. Just be willing to make a joyful noise. Um, um, sorry, if we have um, <laughs> uh, church stores, I should have said something other than joyful noise. Um, um, but, yeah, be willing to make a joyful noise. I didn't um, even think about that. I thought something different. Yeah, growling, purring, <laughs> laughing, grunting, squealing. Um, unless, unless, unless you're choosing to be real super quiet because it adds to your excitement. Obviously, if you really are, or if you're just pretending to be, you know, having sex on the boss's bed or some desk, rather desk, um, then you'd have to be really quiet. Or if you're pretending you're still a teenager at home and your parents are in the next room, you're going to want to be super, super quiet because that makes it hotter. But usually... Yeah, you want some feedback. Um, So all of those noises, growling, as I said, I happen to like that one, uh, but growling or purring, all the laughing we do. But some people are too shy even to do that. And I think that does have to do um, a lot with shame. Um, um, Yeah. (laughs) Bring it, people. Just bring it. It always makes it better. Um. When you do choose to use words, bring in all the senses. Be really specific. Sight, sound, taste, 
touch, um, smell. And this works whether you're sitting there right next to each other, whispering in, in each other's ears, or if you are talking over the phone, or if you are writing a damn, you know, snail mail letter. Bring that description in. So um, <laughs> we already talked about asses, so here's one. I doubt if there is any man in the world that would complain if you just said, hmm, I like your cock, okay? <laughs> but compare it to something like this. You know how you stripped off your shirt when you came in from running? The way you looked made me want to smell you. I was imagining the feel of your sweaty cock just rubbing against me as it grew hot and hard and throbbing enough to just spread me open and thrust inside me. I like your cock. Okay, uh, how's that sound if you are a person with a cock? Um, mm. You see what the difference is there? Oh, definitely. Yeah, so um, um, that's what we want to do. We want to think about bringing in all of our senses. Science, um, the research that's done, suggests um, that men, um, biological uh, males, and people, therefore, who are socialized that way, they're most turned on by what they can see. And so we need, when we're using our words, it works real well to talk about what they're looking at. You are looking at my gigantic boobs and my tight, you know, content and all this sort of thing. So you're using the words, but they are hearing and seeing at the same time. Um, uh, females, it appears, um, they may actually be as turned on by what they see, but they're less uh, connected to it. They connect better when you bring in those smells and the sensations of touch. And um, smells are really important because they bring back memories so well. Um, and um, uh, however... I don't know, nasty the, or rough the sex you are describing is, uh, females tend to like it when it's at least a specific person. <laughs> you know? um, they tend to connect their sexuality with someone who has a name and a face. Uh, or who is anonymous with a face. Um, men, um, for the most part, not so much. They're just whatever visually um, uh, turns them on. So I am giving the two of you an exercise. After our next break, I want you each, so write it down during our break, um, or just remember it, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. I want you to say, a sentence, just a sentence or so, that is romantic and flirtatious. I want you to say something else that's a little bit naughty. Maybe you're trying <laughs> to move someone you've met from um, not a potential fuck to a potential fuck. 
And then I want you to say something that is just absolutely fucking slutty. Okay. Um, so are you ready for that exercise? <laughs> oh, I yeah, do not absolutely. think so. You are not yet ready. You need some inspiration. So I brought oh, you I some inspiration. Alexis, you have a tape uh, to play. Ooh. So um, turn that on. <laughs> turn yourselves on. Uh, turn on the <laughs> tape and let it play till it's about time for our next uh, break. Uh, we won't be able to listen to the whole tape, I don't think. But I'd appreciate if you'd do that for me now, Alexis. Interesting inspiration, don't you think so? <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, so we don't have. I thought we'd have a, a commercial or a sizzle or something. So you ladies are ready to go. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Doctor. Uh, the voice you heard was Doctor Ada Cadell um, from Loveology University. Uh, she has a series of little tapes like that. My favorite is probably the bluesy one, but they're sort of, oh, new age. Uh, there's a hip hop one. They're all sorts. I really like the bluesy one. But I chose this one because it was about exercise. Um, just listening to that with the size in the background and something just as very quiet, but in the background over the music, you hear that uh, lower male voice just saying, damn, damn, <laughs> damn. So what's the difference, as we were talking about, between that very erotic damn and the damn that we just throw into our conversations, right? So you could tell that that damn um, was pretty intentionally sexy. Um, um, Not supposed to sound like he was, you know, uh, thinking about it, but that was just the feeling that was just really embodying using your words. So I gave you um, each um, uh, three assignments. 
so um, take turns. I want to hear. Um, um, no, I, I, I want you to take it one notch at a time. Uh, so secrets. Um, say something that is just romantic and flirtatious. Hey, baby, I was just thinking about you. Get over here and let me nibble on your ear. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, now make it a little bit naughtier. Hey, baby, come home quickly. I'm playing in my pussy. I don't want to do it without you. Oh, yeah, definitely naughtier. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, um, you sound very like yourself. You didn't sound um, um, either robotic or like an actress. You didn't sound, but even just saying the extra words, your voice kind of changed um, a little. I just find that interesting. Now, secrets, I know you've got it in you. Say something that is just absolutely fucking slutty. Fuck, baby. I'm so goddamn horny. Won't you come over here and fuck the shit out of me? My ass is waiting on you. Fuck. Oh, always a strong finish to bring in your ass, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, lady. Um, I was in a uh, sort of a tour of sex shops today, and mm. I saw <laughs> in a variety of colors, starting from very light-skinned up to this marvelous kind of um, caramel-colored um, uh, skin. Uh, they said they had uh, darker ones, but you're just looking at this nice kind of array, and it was an ass, a 20-pound extremely firm and voluptuous ass. And they're just sitting there on the shelf all in a row mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, for people to use. And darn it, they didn't look, um, look enticing. Okay, Alexis, let's have you do the same thing. So start with something that's just romantic and flirtatious. I'm about to take a shower. Want to come with me? Ooh, ooh, that is very nice. I hope you don't say that to random people on the street. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's someone you know, oh, that's delightful. That's delightful. Um, Now take it up a bit and uh, make it naughtier. Vous voulez crochet avec moi ce soir? Oh, well, we know how you feel about French. So you're, um, uh, you're just kind of bringing it in. And the fact that not everyone would understand you directly, oh, although if you're with somebody old enough, it'd make them think a disco. So nice. So you just took it up a notch. So now say something absolutely fucking slutty. I want you to come home and take that big, fat, juicy cock and shove it down my throat until my mascara runs down my face. And I want you to come all over my face and make me look it clean. <gasps> oh. I'm on you know, the way. we're talking about Bukaki uh, later in the week. <laughs> I like that. Have you um, um, noticed that there is something about the image of someone whose eye makeup 
is just running down their face uh, that many people find incredibly mm-hmm. hot, incredibly hot, because it gives a combination, well, certain vulnerability. You know, uh, were you crying? Were you laughing so hard? What was going on? Or um, just, wow, I was pounding that one so much with my big cock. So, yeah, that's a real kind of trope. You look at someone, you know, eyes looking up at you or down at you with the mascara running down the face. Um, I will tell you, I have um, on occasion been known to make up like that on purpose just for a blowjob or just for something like that. Because if something as um, small an effort as that makes it so much hotter for your partner, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do it? Um, Ooh, that is cool. Secrets. You got another one? Give me another example. Do you want a, a nasty, filthy one just like the last one Alexis did? You tell me whatever you got. Oh, There's shit. no wrong way to do this, people. Try not to be uh, boring, but other than that, there's no wrong way to talk erotically. <laughs> All right, baby. Come home. I have a surprise for you. I found this chick that I think you like, and we're both extremely hungry and horny. So don't forget the fruit, the vegetables, or anything else. Tonight is going to be a night you can do anything you want, whatever your mind can think of. We're with that. No limits. I love it. I love it. Anything you want to do. You know, and and um, mm. uh, that is just it. Now, can you also imagine, um, what if that's not real? You know, we're, we're sort of locked down now. It's not as easy to meet new people. You might not have, you know, you can't just use um, right now. Um, some casual uh, hookup site to get that over. So what if you can't really do it, but you know that's what your partner would like? You Mm. see how you can bring it in? And um, so (laughs) don't lie. You don't want to say somebody's waiting here. Um, um, But I I remember once um, a partner and I um, had a date to meet a third, a woman was going to join us. She was a stranger, and she had uh, talked oh so hot, um, you know, in all of our communications, and she texted back and forth. We'd seen pictures. This was just going to be a wonderful evening. Uh, we got to the uh, dessert shop where we were meeting, and uh, she just absolutely ghosted us. Never returned another um, um, text or anything again. Um, Good news was we were in a dessert shop. (laughs) So we got some good um, dessert uh, to take home. But there was that damper on the evening. We didn't want to go home and just sort of settle for, oh, well, you want to fuck anyway. That would have been a loss for the evening. 
So instead, we turned it into one of these things um, that, you know, I know you were really looking forward to doing this and this, you know, to this other person. And I'm saying, well, look at this, you know. Is mine as nice? Is mine nicer? You know, what would you have done? So even, yes, see, um, uh, use your words, use your mind. And believe me, by the end of that encounter, nobody was missing that third person. (laughs) Because before it was over, all the attention was back on me where I want it to be. Um, but you have to use your words, you have to use your style, you have to use your vision. Um, when you are talking, um, um, when you're talking about sex, sometimes you're going to talk, you know, like a scientist or something. That's how your doctor wants you to talk um, to them. Um, but uh, you always have the choice. You can be shy, you can be seductive. You can just be badass about saying what you want. If you are, um, maybe you're more comfortable as the, uh, say, a bottom rather than a top in a relationship. Believe me, bottoms have it well within their power to direct play um, from the less uh, dominant position. And that's what your words are for. That's what your imagination um, is is for. So anyway, um, uh, I think all of us here in, in the room tonight uh, think we are talking about erotic talk. That's the right word for what we're talking about. If you want to call it dirty talk, that's, uh, um, you know, <laughs> I'm not the, the talk police. Um, but remember, there is nothing dirty about sex. Okay, sex is what's our life force. It what makes us us, um, gives us our bodies, gives us much of our power. Um, uh, let's bless it. Let's worship it. Let's leave the show tonight thinking about cocks and pussies and asses mm. and mouths and vegetables and toys and all the places that we can use. All of the things that we have. Um, um, I'm sitting here and thinking about rope. About what? Rope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, rope. I can't even tell what you're saying. Rope. R O P E. Oh, rope. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I thought you were the one that was a bit, um, didn't like the idea of restraint, being restrained. So are you thinking about just rope in general? Or are you thinking about wrapping it around someone else or what? Oh, no. I am thinking about someone tying me up. And flogging me and making me come again and again and again. Or maybe it's because I played with myself before I got here in the box. So I'm still horny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, are you condemned to be horny all evening or are you going to do something about it? 
Oh, I'm definitely going to do something about it. It's called porn for a reason. (laughs) Secret, have we got you the slightest bit hot and bothered for the evening? I was hot and bothered when I knew you were hosting the show tonight, so absolutely. You want to you wanna hear something that's really going to make you hot and bothered? Yes. Um, um, the um, masterful Mr. D is joining us next week sometime uh, to talk about electroplay. Uh, isn't Ooh. that shocking? Uh, well, Ooh. I wanted to send a picture along. And uh, I didn't want to just send, you know, a picture of a box, you know, of electro um, wand or something like that. Um, So (laughs) Mm. um, I happen to have an electro wand and all of the attachments. And so you will be sent um, a picture, Alexis, uh, tomorrow that is of my Electro wand, except when I asked Mr. G to take the picture for me, I said, um, uh, no people in it. It's really just a picture of a box, right? And I said, um, well, it might be nice if you could put like some accessories around it or anything. And uh, Mr. D said, you do not have to tell me what to do. You will. <laughs> so, I also have no idea what the picture is going to look like, but I have a feeling that if he is going to all that trouble to set it up, I might start my mm. shocking evening soon. Um, but even if I don't, doesn't just talking about it. Mm-hmm. It Can't wait to see the picture. <laughs> As I said, it's oh just my a God. picture of a damn box. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> the imagination is everything. I just can't wait to absolutely, see the picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, um, all of our listeners, this is what I really encourage you to do. We need to talk. We need to connect. Um, first of all, with our inner selves, our erotic inner core, that god or goddess, or however you choose to describe your primal uh, inner being, connect with that. And that probably takes words and imagination. Um, and that will help you connect really with your body. Um, then connect with others. This is how we're designed. So whether it is a shy little whisper or um, a short little text that you very boldly send off to somebody or you got that sort of secrets and Alexis, you were were living it tonight. You're just going to open the front door and there you are and say, come in here, Mr. or Ms. I am waiting for you. So um, do it. Live free. That's what we talk about here. Absolutely. Well, listeners, unfortunately, that is all the time we have tonight on the box. Don't worry. We'll be back tomorrow with a new interesting topic. And like we always say, we love to hear from you listeners. Let us know. What did you think about the podcast? Is there anything that you would like to hear about? Or just pop in and say hi um, at Pandora. 
fantasybox.com. You've been listening to The Box. Thank you for coming with us to one of the playgrounds found in Pandora's Fantasy Box. We are where adults of all genders, orientations, and lifestyles can explore and connect. We meet here at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join our conversation. Even better, suggest topics you want. Connect with us. Find us here on Facebook. Who knows where else we might be seen and admired. Come to Pandora's fantasybox.com. That is fantasy with a Z. And find out why membership has its privileges. Pandora's fantasybox.com. Not C-U-M, but you will live free. <laughs> Love it! Oh my God.